What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. You I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin, I have the high ground. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making Elizabeth Moss's life a living hell. I'm your host, Jeremy Baumner. With me, as always, is Bob, optic scientist Liebel. How are all the big movie boys and girls doing out there today? And Ben, John Cena, Stitch. Surprise. We've got a bunch to talk about this week, including several news stories, another Halloween-themed movie game, and a review of The Invisible Man. But first, we've got a big birthday boy among us today. So on behalf of the hundreds of thousands of big movie boys listeners, happy birthday, Ben. Thanks. I just want to say, I wish we wouldn't have talked about it before, because it would have been way funnier if Bob was just finding out on the podcast. I know, I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) For everybody listening, I completely forgot Ben's birthday. Uh, yeah, happy uh, happy birthday, Ben. Thanks, Bob. Ben, I know that you are across the country now, but I want, still wanted to get you something for your birthday. And I thought, what could I get Ben that could be translated across an audio podcast? So this is what I came up with for you. <laughs> yes, you're drinking. I will be drinking hey. for this podcast just for you, Ben. So there's been a few other uh, big news stories capturing our attention, other than Ben's birthday, of course, that being the biggest one. But uh, did you guys happen to see the headline that the Fast and Furious movie franchise will be ending after 11 movies? And are you as distraught about it as I am? I don't believe it. Like, okay, what what number are they on right now? Nine? Yeah, nine. Nine got postponed. It'll come out next year. Okay, so why is 11 lucky number 11? I'm confused. Like, I don't get that. I think that's just all, all bullshit, and it's just gonna... It's gonna be like Fast and Furious, the last ride, and then literally six months later, they'll be making Fast and Furious 12. I agree. I think it's gonna be like how like Marvel had Endgame be their big, like, end of that, like, portion of uh, the Marvel Universe, and so I think Fast 11 will be the end of that, like, portion of the Fast and Furious Universe, but then it'll transition into something else. That's a great point. Like, it, it might be like Vin Diesel's last movie, and like, yeah, they might just have like a new band. But of then people. Paul Walker just takes over for sure. Yeah. Well, you guys uh, clearly did not read the article, but are on the right <laughs> track because that is exactly what's happening. The eleventh. Get the movie fuck out. <laughs> is the final in the you know, Vin Diesel, formerly Paul Walker, kind of storyline, and there will continue to be more spin-off movies like Hobbs and Shaw coming out even after the 11th movie. So that is essentially what is happening. How do you feel about this though, Jer? Because as the biggest, as a big Fast and Furious boy, how do you feel about this? Uh, It's probably a good thing. I mean, apparently behind the scenes, like Vin Diesel and The Rock apparently don't get along very well. So that might be part of what's motivating them to... Those are the the two most alpha guys in the entire world. Yeah. You can understand why that might be, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I do think they could potentially overstay their welcome. Again, they don't even get good until four, and then they kind of get better and better, and then start to get worse and worse. F nine looks like it could be the best out of all of them. So yeah, but those things just print money. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the other thing. So that's why you know they won't be done. Like I like I said, I mean I didn't read the article. Me and Ben just kind of figured it out. But yeah, they're not going to stop, dude. Those things make so much money. Why would they ever stop? 
So do you guys, I have an idea of what the next, at least the 10th movie's title could be. Do you guys want to take any guesses? I'll, I'll give you mine, because if this isn't the title, or at least part of the marketing for the 10th movie, I will be very upset. Is, is the ninth one just F9? The ninth one is just F9. Maybe it could be like Roman numeral 10 is an X, and then it could be, wasn't, uh, what's his name, Triple X or something? Like yeah, he was, fuck? Vin Diesel was Triple X, right? Yeah. yeah. Crossover between Triple X and Fast and Furious 10. That's what I want. Quadruple that's, that's X? Guess. Quadruple X, yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious, Quadruple X. I'm hoping that it's Fast 10, your seatbelt. <laughs> that was so stupid, it was funny. That was like a Hubie Halloween joke. No, if it was a Hubie Halloween joke, I would be on the floor laughing. <laughs> I don't have a pun for F11, but I assume, yeah, the last ride or turned up to 11 or, I don't know. Any using... stupid as fuck thing that you can think of. <laughs> using the uh, 11 as, like, two L's in the title somewhere, yeah. It'll, it's like it'll a be... racetrack, yeah. There will be some nonsense thrown in the mix, but I don't know. It looks like we've got, these. what, do these movies come out, like, every two years? So 2021 will be the next one. We got until 2025, 2025. roughly, before we uh, all we get spin off movies. And let's just hope we get, you know, 20 or 30 spinoff movies. Bob, how many of the Fast and Furious have you watched? That's a good question, actually. Uh, I know I've seen most of one. I've seen Tokyo Drift. I've seen five. I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. Did we do Hobbs and Shaw on the podcast? We I did. Think it might have that been a before. One? Yeah. That might have been a practice one. Well, yeah. So Hobbs and Shaw, I think that's all I've seen. I haven't seen all of them though. I'm not. I'm not a Fast and Furious super fan like Jeremy. I've only seen all of them once. To be fair, I'm not. I don't know if super fan is the exact, you know, label I would give myself. <laughs> I'm but I have seen sure all you, of them. When you saw the ninth trailer, you, you said immediately, "I'm going to watch every single one of these movies." Well, yes, that is exactly like, what happened. I'd call you a super fan. What about you, Ben? Have you? been graced by the presence of fast and furious yeah, in your life so is uh fast and furious i saw too fast too furious i must have seen i think back in the day yeah tokyo drift fast five and then hobbs and shaw and then i feel like everyone in the world has seen fast five i don't know it just seems like why has everybody seen that movie <laughs> it's i saw the most... it in theaters and i had never seen a fast and furious movie before that that's so funny that's like the one that like everyone has seen but like maybe fast nine or f9 will be like that too but that's just because jeremy is like hyped it up i don't even know if i want to see that movie here's the thing about fast and furious i love alcohol so i love fast and furious dude these movies are the best things to watch when you're fucked up drink a couple coronas <laughs> like dom toretto himself yeah yes sir well we can look forward to watching f9 in theaters next year but if there's some movies we want to watch in theaters this year and starting on today, actually, as a recording, some uh, theaters are opening up in New York State. Ben, obviously, uh, you will not be able to take part in this, but do you have any thoughts on uh, your home state opening up some theaters? I don't even know what I would go see. Like, I guess that means um, Tenet is going to be viewable now. But I don't, I don't think I'd go see a movie even with it opening back up. I don't know, maybe until like next summer when I would actually start going again, but definitely not now. See, I'm going to do the exact opposite. I feel like uh, I might even go this weekend. <laughs> if they're open, man, I don't know. I don't really care. I, I think I, I think I will see a movie. I would see Tenet in theaters. I would risk it to see Tenet. I don't know. Anything that really comes out that sparks my interest at this point, I think I'd go see. So some of the details here. Uh, 
the theater theaters aren't opening statewide. I know New York City still has them all closed. I didn't think it depends on what the uh, positivity test rate is per county. But for the theaters that are opening, they're limited to 25% capacity, capping it at 50 people per screen. And it, this says masks will be required at all times except for when seated and eating or drinking. What so the fuck else is like that? You That's don't what I had a question about. For 80% it, of your time at the theater. No, I think it means while you're seated and you're eating. If you're seated and just watching, I don't think you... Right? Is that what you guys got out of it? You have to wear it while you're sitting there just watching the movie, but if you're yeah. eating, you can pull it down. Exactly. That's what I that's got what out it, of it. That's what it should be, but I don't know. I didn't read it that way. I, I would I just like eat popcorn the be. whole time. That's what I do anyway. Just kidding. Yeah, the wording is a bit confusing. I think... Uh, you know, common sense would say that when you're not eating is the only time or is when you should be wearing your mask and eating or drinking is the only time you should be able to remove it. The way it's worded here makes it sound like unless you're just walking to the bathroom or back, you don't need to wear a mask, which doesn't make very much sense. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Is there is there any other like safety precautions that they have to follow besides like the attendance and then the mask? Is there anything else they have to do? It's all the same. Are they disinfecting the seats in between show like they have anything about that i didn't read anything about the uh cleaning but they do have to assign seats for every ticket and every party has to be socially distanced from every other party huh sounds like my dream movie experience half the theater's half full no matter what you're not near anybody that sounds perfect yeah maybe they've got something going on for them here that's how movie theaters should do it in general i know they're trying to make more money but not that many people go anyways maybe it's because they don't like sitting so close to other people while watching movies that's what i hate i hate when i'm sitting next to a fucking stranger and i'm elbow to elbow with them also like i'm assuming they are really like disinfecting the seats between shows that's something they should have already been doing because those seats are fucking grody as fuck especially yeah the newer ones that like uh, like are basically lazy boys in this uh, yeah and I'm watching a movie in, in shorts, and the back of my knees are sweating so bad, I'm stuck to the leather. Imagine the next guy that comes out and sits in that fucking chair. That's so gross. Imagine the guy before you. Exactly. I don't personally have uh, intentions of going to a theater anytime in the near future, and I can only imagine if I did go to a theater, and, you know, it's there's 50 people max, but if I, someone was talking or chewing obnoxiously or on their phone when it's limited to this many people, I might just lose my shit. I think I'm going to go see Tenet and then rub it in your guys' faces. Yeah, do that and record it, please. Yeah. I'll probably do it on my other podcast. <laughs> Big Tenet Boys? Big Tenet Boys. All right, well, Bob, you can FaceTime us. We'll watch it as you're watching it in the theater. But what we won't be watching on our phones is Quibi. Who could have seen this coming? Dude, the premise of Quibi is the quick bites, and they had the quickest the quickest bite in history. Honestly, though, remember when it came out? We I, I talked about it. it was made for somebody like me, and it didn't even it didn't even work. I hated it. Me and Jeremy said it would be I don't I don't think we said like less than a year, but I we both said it would fail. What's the runtime on it? How uh, front like time. How long months. how long is it around? <laughs> so, yeah. It's less than half a year, right? I don't even The big months. movie boys lasted longer than Quibi. Could you I would have not thought that would happen. Wow. That is embarrassing. And we raised almost <laughs> the same amount of money, two billion dollars. 
But yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I've made videos on my YouTube channel. I've talked about it extensively. Um, all the points I brought up in those videos and we brought up in previous podcasts uh, seem to have been contributing factors to their decision to finally call it quits. Jeremy, can you read the uh, quote that you shared with us in the, in the Google Doc? And then me and Bob will decide which of those two factors was the reason it had to shut down. Sure. So this is uh, taken from a letter to stockholders, I believe, from uh, Katzenberg. Uh, basically, he said, Quibi is not succeeding, likely for one of two reasons, because the idea itself wasn't strong enough to justify a standalone streaming service or because of our timing. Unfortunately, we will never know, but we suspect it's been a combination of the two. Ben, you want to take a stab at which one of the two you think uh, played a bigger role here? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I think I do know. I think it's the idea. It sucked. The timing was actually perfect. A bunch of yeah. people starved for the content. It, that would have been great. It was the idea that sucked. I don't think it was the idea that sucked. I think it was the execution. Because I think the idea on paper, like I said, like this is literally tailored for somebody like me. Like This should have been my shit, but it just wasn't. And I don't know. I don't know if that, I, like I said, I think it comes down to the execution. But you're absolutely right, Ben. There was no better time to come out with a new streaming service. No better fucking time than right before a global pandemic. And it did not work out because it would be fucking sucks. It just does. Yeah. If you look at any of the companies that Quibi is competing with, so you look at the Netflixes, the Disney Pluses, the companies that Quibi thinks it's a, com- a competitor to, yeah. all of those have gained subscribers, have gained, you know, stock percentages whatever um over the yeah, last Disney six plus months. has been like through the fucking roof yeah they've just been booming and then you look at apps that are actually more competitors to quibi whether they recognize it or not like tiktok tiktok has exploded in the last six months and anyone who's on their phone looking for mobile only content is choosing tiktok over quibi because quibi doesn't know what it is and i also find it funny that they just came out with like tv apps like five days before they announced that they were oh jeez was it like one last like last Hurrah. ditch effort I don't even know what the fuck that, yeah because we talked about it Jared like there, maybe we would have watched those shows if we could have actually watched it on TV like a couple of them seemed interesting enough that maybe I would have checked it out at least during that three month free trial period but the fact that they waited that long to go to full TV was just stupid now I wonder if like for example that one the movie not the movie the the TV show that I watched with Dane Duhan that was basically just a movie split up into 12 parts I wonder like was there any is any other content going to be put anywhere else like 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 that movie that Dane Duhan was in I'm sorry that that TV series that Dane Duhan was in that should be just made into one long long cut and put on like Hulu or something like people would watch it Certainly could. Like, is that going to happen to any other shows, you think? I would not be surprised. I know one of the options that are considering before shutting down was trying to get bought outright, and now that they couldn't find a buyer, apparently, and they're just kind of closing down, they are going to be selling off as many of their assets as they can to make back as much money as they can, and that would include all of the IP and shows that they've made already. So that's very possible. I wonder if anybody will, like, like exactly how I just said, like say you buy this TV show and it's actually a movie, but you just put it out as a movie on, say you buy it, say Hulu or Netflix buys it. Like I wonder if any of their, like, I don't know, TV shows are going to get bought and like repurposed and actually like maybe I feel like that would shown be the, the way, way they should do be. it. 
I think I think that that happened. Maybe you'll get some success out of some of this. Like we didn't watch everything on Quibi. We only watched a few things, and I watched that a lot was of enough. Stuff, to be fair, okay, but even I mean, you watched a lot of stuff, and you have the same opinion as me that it was trash. And I only watched a little bit, but like, there's got to be a few things on there that aren't trash, and maybe if they just were like repurposed or like, I don't know. I think I think you can. There's probably a few diamonds in the rough on there. I definitely think it's a possibility. I mean, well, only time will tell if they decide to sell any of that stuff. Although the rumor I had heard, uh, you know, around Quibi's launch was that uh, basically you would pitch your show idea to Netflix, to HBO, to Amazon Prime. That's what I saw. And after all those players, you know, denied it, shot it down, then you pitched it to Quibi and they took it. So likely all of the other streaming services have already turned down all of these projects at least once. Obviously, it's different now that they're already made. They don't actually have to go through the process of making them. They can just buy it outright, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Maybe it'll be uh, like the Karate Kid show that was on YouTube Premium. They did two seasons. Everyone who watched it said it was good, but nobody watched it because nobody has YouTube Premium. Moves over to Netflix, and it's trending for like two months after that. Interesting. That's that's the best case scenario for, for, for the quid. For your Dane Duhan movie slash show. Yeah. Just for him as an actor. What a great guy. All right. Speaking of Dane Duhan, we're not going to talk about him again, but instead we're (laughs) going to be doing another Halloween-themed movie game. And there's been a a lot of talk in, you know, these last two Halloween-themed episodes that I don't like Halloween. That allegation has been thrown around. I've admitted as much as, you know, I don't watch many Halloween movies. I don't know too much about them. But uh, Ben and Bob have been on their high horse for a bit too long for my liking. So we're going to pit them against each other. We're going to see between them if they really know that much about Halloween movies. This is a nice way, nice get-out-of-jail-free card for you, Jeremy. Well, you know, someone's got to produce this show as well, so... Sometimes that means I don't get to participate in the games. Sure, sure, whatever you say. But uh, So the way this one's going to work is it's all about the most popular, trending Halloween movies. So in front of me, I have the list of most popular Halloween movies, according to IMDb. These are rated by popularity. (laughs) Oh, God. Which means these are in rank order of how many people are looking up these movies on IMDb. This is all user stuff, though, right? This isn't any critic thing? It's, it's just based on people's searching of movies. So it's okay. whatever's the most popular, whatever people are looking for. And so I've got a list of 3,500 titles, but I'm just going to look at the top 15. And the way this is going to work is we're going to go back and forth. Each of you are going to get 10 guesses. All you have to do is name one of the movies in the top 15 of this list. Now, I will say that there are Halloween movies that have either are either part of a franchise or have had reboots. So when you give me your guess, I need you to be very explicit as to which version of the movie, if it is one that is part of a uh, franchise or has had a reboot. Are we understanding the rules? So I have yeah, to say something in the top 15? Yeah, you guys are just trying to guess movies in the top 15. And the most uh, in the top 15 wins after our 10 guesses? Correct. Got it. All right. I've, de- I've decided I will go first. I agree. So go ahead, guess any Halloween movie. I will also, before you guess, I will give you 
Uh, not much of a hint, but I'll let you know. Of the top 15, two of them are fringe at best, and one of them, I could not tell you why it's on this list. I don't think okay. it has anything to do with Halloween. So, The Mighty Ducks. Is that your no, first guess? No, my first guess <laughs> okay, will okay. be uh, Ghostbusters, the very first one. Ghostbusters is not in the top 15. Am I up? All right. I'm going to say um, Halloween. Now, you'll remember my explicit rules about I'm movies. I'm going to go with Halloween 1. Halloween 1 is in the top 15. It's number I'm, 9. I was going to guess that. All right. I will go with Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is number two. Holy shit. Oh, this is actually pretty hard. Jerry, you're keeping score and track of the rounds, right? I gotcha. Um, this is hard because I kind of... Oh, Jerry, you kind of tricked me with what you said while I had this... I'm going to say... Oh, Bob's looking up this list on. right now. That's why he's no, taking not. so long. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, I'm trying to, try to think of movies because you said Hocus Pocus, Ghostbusters. I'm trying to think of what I said on the list. Uh, yeah. The Addams Family? Did I have that on my list? I think I did. You did, and The Addams Family is number three. Woo! Wait, number three? Bob's two for two. I have my next one already picked up, and I have a feeling you're going to take it. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go with it because we just did it on the pod, and I just watched the second one, but I'm going with Halloween Town, the first one. Fuck. Halloween Town is number seven. That was my fucking pick, you <laughs> Do you think these are on the list because of us doing them on the podcast? We do Possibly. have a, a lot of influence over the popularity <laughs> of movies on IMDb. I'm going to go with um, probably my favorite Halloween movie, like in all actuality. I'm going to go Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is not in the top 15. Yes, that's big. We're both two for three. All right. I'm going to go with Friday the 13th. Is there? I hope that's just the original. I do not see Friday the 13th in the top 15. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a with a, just a fringe guess here. I'm gonna say Halloween Town, or not Halloween Town, Halloween Three. Halloween Three is not in the top fifteen. Son of a bitch. What guess is this? Number five. You are on number five. Not sure if this is Halloween, but it was on my list, and I'm gonna go with The Shining. The Shining is not in the top 15. Uh, That's bullshit. All right. How about, I'm trying to think, Casper? Uh, Casper is number 11. Are you Damn. kidding me? All right. All right I'm, I'm going on to guess I actually saw Casper six. the first time earlier this week. Not a good movie. <laughs> Wait. So what is it? Three, two, Bob? That is correct. Um... I guess I'll go with, uh, I think, I forget who, I think one of us said it. I'm going to go with It, but not It too. just It. Wait, I'm going to go with It too. That is not on the list. All right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with It won. No, you're not allowed to. <laughs> is it the on list. there? It's not on the list. Oh, fuck, I was wasting a guess. I just <laughs> Thank God. Oh, man, that would have been really upsetting. 
All right, so we're, we're, we're six rounds in. You're going on to your seventh guess here. Let me see if I can help you guys in any way here. I'll no. say that there's two simple ones that you guys are missing out on for sure. Um, and then I'll also say keep in mind the uh, the franchises and remakes. I specified that for a reason. So those are the hints I'll give you for yeah, the last four Yeah, but I don't know here. what to think for that. Uh, franchises and remakes, I guess... The very wasn't there a new Halloween movie? I don't even know. With uh, right, wasn't there a new Halloween movie? I guess I will go with the latest Halloween movie. I do not know what it's called or what number it is, but the most recent one. I'm gonna give it to you because it's your birthday. There was a new Halloween. It's just the title of it. I think it's part of the franchise i don't know it came out in 2018 but i'm giving it's, you the it's a hard it. reboot it takes i actually i saw the movie it's really good it takes everything after halloween one and disregards it so it's basically halloween two. Oh shit yeah it's pretty good it's actually really good well it's number 14 on the list so there you go i'll man. take the credit all right i got mine um and there's a debate on this movie i'm gonna go with the nightmare before christmas as number six shit is it a Christmas? Job. Is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? Nah, I think it's a Halloween movie. Anyways, I I, I won't I won't argue that one. No, it, it is. It's both. Shit, Jared, give me your hint again. What is it? Remakes and uh, 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 the hint I'll give you now is you guys still don't have number one. Yeah. And really? remember, this is trending movies on IMDb. So this is what people are looking for. In late October 2020. All right, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna just say fuck it. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is number one. Uh, that's. <laughs> yes. I think that's a bullshit guess you just gave him right there, Jeremy. Because you totally fucking. That was a. That was on a platter. I said it at the top of the instructions. As yeah, well. yeah. All right. Are we tied? <laughs> I, yeah, I think we're tied. But you have an extra guess. I'm gonna go with Nightmare on Elm Street. That is a good guess, but it is not in the top 15. Motherfucker. Jerry, are we on guess 9 or 10? You're on guess 9, and you guys have gotten 8 of them so far. Some I will more say, guesses each. I think you've gotten the easiest ones out of the way. Uh, the rest might be less obvious. So. I want to get the one that's definitely not a Halloween movie, right? We haven't said that one. Oh yeah, there's one that just has nothing to do with Halloween whatsoever. Uh, I'll go with a movie that I said on on my list, but I don't think it's a Halloween movie. I'll go with uh, The Silence of the Lambs, just because it's a scary movie. That is not on the list. Oh, this is so tough. Um, I guess I should go back to my list. Uh, the Exorcist? I don't think that's on there. I'm just going to throw it out there because I have no idea what to guess anymore. The Exorcist is not in the top 15. It is number 17, however. Oh, you fuck. My last guess. All right, we are on our final guesses. Um, We still got seven left. One of them has nothing to do with Halloween, and one of them is part of a franchise that has already been guessed. That is the final clue. Oh, shit. Well, that that means Halloween, right? Or Ghostbusters. Shit, I guess that. Um, I would go with... The reboot of the Ghostbusters with the the female Ghostbusters. That is not on the list. This is this is hard. Are we going until one of us wins? I hope, right? We're going. Unless I get it right here. Yeah, 
I have two. I have two that I don't know which one it is. And I'm just trying to think. Oh, I'm gonna go with. If Bob guesses it, I'm going to assume he cheated. Halloween two. Halloween two is not on the list. Okay, I know the other one then. I know it. Don't guess okay. it then. I'm going For, with. Hang he, on, hang on, hang on. For yeah. now that we're in overtime, I will extend the list to the top twenty-five. Now there are even more nonsense movies the further down the list we go, and we already know we one also, of the movies. Yeah, we can't say that one, right? Is The Exorcist, so that one's off the board. But you guys Bob have not guessed any one. other ones, I don't believe, in the top 25. So moving forward, if you guess anything in the top 25, you will win. Unless Ben gets, guesses it, Bob will have a chance to tie it again. All right, you said it was... Uh, I'm going with Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. That is not on the list. Well, and you extend I, it to top 200, it will be. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. I'm going to go Halloween Town High. Halloween Town High is number 25 on the oh list. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Power. Oh my Shit. God. Oh my God, wow. I can't believe that. I was going <laughs> to guess that. I was going to guess that next. Well, you said you used to know when you said when Jeremy, you said it was one of the franchises. I was like, "What's the best?" If Halloween Town One is already on there, I go, "What's the best one that isn't Halloween Town One?" I'd say have to say it was Halloween Town High. Yeah, I was. But I guess think that you meant that Halloween for the top two. fifteen. Yeah, that was not a clue for Halloween Town High. <laughs> what, what was, was it? Yeah. Well, I'll go through uh, the top fifteen here. Jerry, uh, was it Ghostbusters Two? Because I was going to guess that. No, it was not. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to beat myself. Number fifteen up. was one of the fringe ones. E.T. The extraterrestrial. What? Would not have guessed that. That's some bullshit. Uh, Fourteen was guessed. It was the Halloween remake or reboot, whatever Bob described it as. No, whatever. It was me. Oh, yeah, Bob described it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number thirteen was Trick or Treat, something that came out in two thousand seven. Oh yeah. The fuck is that? I, I think know. it's on Netflix now or something. Number twelve was House of a Thousand Corpses. That Rob Zombie movie. That is correct. I think I've seen part of that, actually. Way too young. Uh, number 11 was Casper. That was guessed. Number 10, a 2020 movie, A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. Surprised you guys didn't come up with that one. Excuse me? Number 9, I believe, was the first one guessed. It was the original Halloween. Number 8 is the one I gave the clue for. It was Adam's Family Values. Oh, I would never uh, guess that. I, I, I guessed Adam's Family, and I didn't even remember that I guessed Adam's Family. Seven was Halloween Town. Six was Nightmare Before Christmas. Five, I've never seen this movie in its entirety, I don't think. You guys tell me if there's any element of Halloween in it whatsoever. The Karate Kid. What? What the fuck? Couldn't tell you why, but there it is, number five. Maybe they trick-or-treating it? That's all I can think of. I've never seen The Karate Kid, though. Bob, you won't be happy with number four. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> would you look at that is that the one you said for the for the list though i think i said i think i said no i said sorcerer stone yeah because they literally Jeremy, i was watching it the other day they literally have a halloween feast in it and they have fucking flying jack-o-lanterns and stuff when they have that fucking that's when, when the, the troll comes the out troll of the dungeon comes in, yeah yeah that's clearly a halloween movie right there is a scene where they celebrate halloween hey that's all it takes <laughs> Oh, clearly it's number four Halloween movie searched right now. You guys guessed the top three in reverse order. The Addams Family, Hocus Pocus, and Hubie Halloween. I want it known that Ben's Hubie Halloween shouldn't have counted because 
I, I you gave it away. I was if he didn't guess it, I was gonna say Hubie Halloween. I, I was gonna give it away for the guess first it, guess. Yeah, I thought you were gonna guess it immediately. I thought I, I was going to do it as a joke, but then I tried to take it seriously. I was like, I, I didn't realize that it was, yeah, the number not, one answer. Yeah. I literally tried to get, guide you guys to it in the first round. I said, this, these are the most popular trending movies as of today. So, but yeah, somehow Bob pulled out number 25 as soon as I extended it. But yeah, I am Mr. Halloween. Well, you guys both shot under 500. So I don't know that either of you have any what right the, to What talk, do you think but... you would have got on this? Uh, probably 12 at least. No. <laughs> well, I can tell you another movie that's not on this list is The Invisible Man. If you're not familiar with The Invisible Man, it came out in February 28th, 2020. One of the last movies to make it to theaters before the global pandemic. This movie is written and directed by Leigh Wano. One all. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, it would appear. He was an actor... In the first three Saw movies, as well as many others, he wrote the first three Saw movies, as well as all the movies, all of the Insidious movies, and he directed Insidious Chapter 3 before moving on to direct this movie as well. This movie stars Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Aldous Hodge, and others, and we don't often talk about the budget and uh, box office take, but considering this movie only spent 21 days in theaters... I thought it was kind of interesting that it, in making $130 million worldwide, is the number nine top grossing film of 2020. Obviously, and, not and didn't it only like spend, wasn't the budget $7 million? That is correct, a $7 million budget. Which I guess makes sense because for most of the time when the Invisible Man is there, you don't need the suit that he's in. So I guess that makes sense. And it's a Blumhouse movie. Their whole model is, you know, kind of low budget horror films and then. Every now and then, some of them pop off and make a ton of money back, so it seems to be a pretty good business model for them. But uh, we'll keep it spoiler-free to start, at least, because this uh, not many people saw it in theaters, and it did just come to HBO Max a week or two ago, I think. So, uh, I don't know, Bob, you were very excited about this. Spoiler-free takes, what do you got? Yeah, this movie, to me, this movie's good as fuck. I really like this movie. Um... I remember when the previews came out, I was super interested in it because they had, I mean, they had recently been remaking a lot of like the classic horror movie things. Like they tried to redo that mummy movie with Tom Cruise in it. And they tried to, I don't know. They've been trying to do a lot of stuff. And like, if you look at the old invisible man movies, they're kind of like campy, but like this looked like a more serious uh, take on it. And I remember when the trailers came out, I was like, that movie looks like it's going to be good as fuck. And I literally had plans to see this movie one weekend, and that was when COVID hit. Like, I, did, I never got to see it. So, like, when it finally came to streaming, I was very excited for it. And, I don't know, it totally lived up to the hype for me because I had been waiting to see it forever. Like I said, the trailers, I think the trailers, I don't know if you guys remember when the trailers came out. The trailers did an excellent job of selling this movie. I think that's part of the reason why it was only in theaters, of, like, under a month, and it still did so well. Trailers totally fucking sold it. But, uh... Yeah, I was going to see it, then the fucking pandemic hit, and then I finally got to see it, and as I'd say it was, it was well worth the wait. I really enjoyed it. My only criticism is, like, if I had to rewatch it, I might not be as on the edge of my seat because I know what's coming, but I think if I wait a while, like, say I don't watch this movie for, like, a year and a half and I rewatch it, I think I'll still be into it and enjoy it as much as I did the first time. I really liked it, though, so I, I'm curious to see what you guys think of it. 
Yeah, when I saw the trailers, I was like the opposite. I don't know if it's because I didn't know anything about it, but I was like, this looks stupid. Like, because I didn't know the premise of it at all. That like, like she had an abusive husband or whatever. I don't think that's spoiling it. But this wasn't. Th- this did not look good to me. And when Bob first brought it up, I was like, oh, this sounds dumb. I don't want to watch it. But then you just were like, no, but it's actually good. It's suspenseful. You'll be on the edge of your seat. And that's exactly what it was. I was freaked out. For me, the night I watched this, after the fact, I'm staying at my aunt and uncle's house. They are out of town. Uh, in their bedroom, their bathroom light was on. Oh, after no. this, freaked me the fuck out. And oh I no! To, I, I had to water their plants, so maybe I kept it on. But I do not remember leaving it on. I don't know why I would have turned it on because it was in the middle of the day. So I, I watched this with my girlfriend. Freaked her out. I'm like Tina. The light is on in their bedroom, in their bathroom, and then we looked under the bed for anything because like we didn't. I don't have like a gun. But luckily, <laughs> they had a Red Rider BB gun. So me and Tina go through the entire house, room by room. Holy I'm searching, fuck! I'm searching closets. I'm searching under the bed, dude. I was freaked out because this movie had me scared, dude. It was, it's not like it's, it's not a horror movie, but it's like a movie that besides the idea of a guy being, like, um, invisible, the premise of someone stalking you and, like, sneaking into your house is right there along with it. And I was freaked the fuck out. Oh yeah, this is an oh fuck movie. It's, this isn't like a like scare. This isn't like I jump out of my seat and say ah. It's like a like oh fuck. Like could, like could you imagine? Like yeah, that's just it's that's what's scary about it is like n- not somebody being in an invisible suit. That obviously yeah. wouldn't really happen. But somebody stalking you like that is what's scary. Exactly. Not, what's scary about it? Yeah. Yeah, and like how you said, Bob, that you had like these high expectations for it. I had like low expectations for it. So I think I liked it a lot because I had such low expectations and they like exceeded everything. What about you, yeah. Jer? I didn't really, I didn't remember the trailers outside of just the general premise of the movie that was sold in the trailer. Uh, I can't say I had that, uh, that much of an intent to watch the movie in theaters or even when it came to HBO. And then when Bob's, you know, describing the, euphoric event that was his viewing of the invisible man i thought okay i guess i should check it out and yeah i don't know if he just sold it too high for me but i didn't think it was bad i just thought it was fine here comes debbie downer wow you're a piece of shit it definitely had suspenseful moments i don't think anything about the movie was particularly bad i thought everything about the invisible man's suit and how they choreographed fighting an invisible person was actually really good those were the best parts of the movie to me but yeah i don't know like i didn't it didn't stick with me after the fact i didn't you know run around my house with an airsoft rifle making sure that it was empty after watching it i didn't have that experience for sure but i don't know it it wasn't bad but i'm you guys are making it sound like it's a 10 out of 10 where i would say it's like a 6 out of 10 no i disagree i just think it did its job it it was supposed to be suspenseful and like give you a rush i think that's what it did it's not like the greatest movie of all time but i don't know what did you like did you want like more killing did you want it to be more of a horror film like did you want to be more scared or something i just i was expecting it to be at least one layer deeper i thought it was like the entire premise was a bit surface level i guess i don't know like it is just she has a abusive manipulative boyfriend and he has access to this crazy technology that allows him to become invisible. I expect there to be a little bit more to that. And I guess there is a little bit in the sense that everything he does to manipulate her convinces everyone around her that she's crazy. 
but then they, I don't know, I don't feel like they didn't really explore that. It's just like all this stuff just kind of happens. It goes from A to B and there isn't much, I don't know. I wasn't left thinking about anything. I didn't think there were any deeper themes at play. See, I, kinda, I, I think just you just happened. don't know how to enjoy a movie for what it is. I, I, that's, that's my thing. Like, like, yeah, if you're looking for deeper meaning and like, like things that are going to resonate with you later, you just have to go and do it experience the movie like i don't know like me and ben i was on the edge of my seat because i it was i thought it was very entertaining and you know there was some twists and turns but i guess there wasn't like a backstory to the twists and turns and why certain things happened but like i don't know this movie was this movie was fucking awesome i if i had to rate it i would give probably like a nine out of ten i'm not saying it's perfect but like i don't know i really liked it and it's it's perfect for like a Halloween movie, dude. It's a good, good movie to give you the, give you the heebie-jeebies after, like it did for Ben, like it did for me. Like I, I don't know why you don't like this movie. I don't get it. Yeah, I have to agree with Bob on this one, Jared. I feel like you haven't liked a movie we watched in a while. Because this movie's bad. pretty good, Jared. Because like, I'll be honest with you, like this is a good movie. I'm pretty shocked you don't like it. Actually, I get why you didn't like Halloween Town or whatever, like the kid version. But like That's when fair. we watched Hubie Halloween, obviously I get shit why movie. you didn't like that. Yeah, but I think we, I think me and Bob again with that movie enjoyed it for just what it was i think you struggle with watching it for just as it is that could be the case i i mean i had no expectations a week ago and then the way bob was selling this movie i think i went in with too high of expectations oh, okay i i do think that that is part of it for sure but when we get when we get into spoilers i will tell you the exact moment when i texted you guys and said holy fuck you need to watch this movie i'll tell you the exact moment when that happened yeah, I didn't have one of those moments, I don't think. That's unfortunate. That seems like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be, but I don't know. Like like I said, I didn't think anything about it was bad. Although there is one of the things I wanted to compliment the movie on. I then, I, well, I'll wait for the spoiler section, but I think they might have uh, kind of ripped off another movie. So we'll get into that in a little bit here. But I, I, I'm so, so shocked you don't like it because I just think it's, it's a very well done, suspenseful, like, I don't know, the premise is, is interesting to me. Like, like I don't know, everything yeah, this about is, this guy being a manipulative, like, psycho and the way he sets her up to make her look like she's Bob crazy. relates to that character a lot. I think that's why he likes this movie so much. <laughs> for me, I don't know, it's, it's just like a good scary movie because it's like, I don't know, some scary movies try to do too much or like try to kill too many people for me i just want to be on the edge of my seat the entire time that's what i was with this movie i feel like yeah and this movie isn't it's not out of it's not crazy graphic i mean there's a few scenes that are a little bloody but like there's not there's not a murder every five seconds there's not like i don't know the, the best scenes in the movie are when it's one of those wide shots and you're basically left to wonder where the fuck is he you know he's somewhere in the room or is he in the room, or is he not in the room? And, and that's the part that I like the most, is it whenever it was one of those wide shots, like, like, like when she was in the kitchen, or when she was in her bedroom, and like, it, this movie, I don't know if you guys noticed, like on every one of those wide shots, you'd see something in the background, there'd be the one that was obvious, like, like this isn't a spoiler, but like when, when they were in the kitchen in the beginning of the movie, and the, the frying pan moved or whatever. Yeah. On a lot more of the scenes, every time there was a wide shot, if you look in the back, like something is moving and like, I don't know, dude, I, I don't know if it was just me because like the building I live in, like there's people always fucking moving around, but I feel like I would hear like floorboards creak and stuff. Like when I, it might've just been like my fucking neighbors or something, but like, 
I swear, dude, like like the littlest thing on those wide shots would make it seem like somebody was in the room. And then there was other times where nothing would happen on one of those wide shots. And you're just like, is he in the room? Like, I don't know. Like, that's what I like the most about it. That's what kept me on the edge of my seat. But then there, there are the obvious, like, oh, fuck moments that, that, that we'll talk about. But, like, I, yeah, I'm very shocked you don't like this movie, Jer. Well, you also keep saying I don't like it when I said there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I, think, I just I don't think like it don't as like, much as you do. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think you know how to enjoy a Halloween movie. I think that's the issue. Well, I'll tell you, I, while you were saying that, the other thing I was thinking of personally was when you were describing it as how great it was, I immediately made the connection in my head. I said, oh, this is going to be like Hereditary or this is going to be like Get Out, which admittedly I haven't seen, but those are the movies that I jumped to the conclusion that it would be like, and I don't think it was. It I was guess more that's fair. A traditional suspenseful, suspenseful, scary movie where those, that's I fair. think, this, are but this, this a is little more... different. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I ca- I can see where you, where you would think it would be like one of those, but it's totally not. It's only, I don't know, it's its own kind of thing. But that's, though. I don't think it's trying to be one of those. That's I why I is, didn't no. like it. I think no, it's trying it's to be its own not. thing. But yeah. the way Bob explained it, you were excited for it to maybe. I think be that one was of those. just kind of the conclusion I jumped to. Yeah. If so you that, were going into it expecting it to be a movie like that, then I can see you, how it could have let you down. Yeah. But I think you should have went into it. Maybe it was my glowing review that might have ruined it for you. But like, I think. Uh, if you just went into it expecting like 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 I put I when I went into it I just like shut my brain off like it was like a like a fucking Tuesday night when I threw it on like you know like I didn't even care and I was like pausing it I was getting up and like and then I really got into the movie and it was like it, that's what really did it for me but like yeah if you go into it with like super high expectations and expecting it to be like a like a psychological horror thriller like it, you're gonna be disappointed I think this is just a movie just. Give you the heebie-jeebies, make you look over your shoulder. Like I, and I think that's what you got to get out of it, and that's what I got out of it. You know, I really liked it, and Ben really. I mean, it clearly got Ben. I'm holding a gun right now because I'm still scared. (laughs) Uh, I forgot to introduce our fourth guest today, the Invisible Man, (laughs) also the Silent Man, forty-seven, sitting right across from me. I'm sure. All right. Any uh, final spoiler-free? thoughts or you know final recommendations would you recommend it before you move into spoiler filled discussions would bob recommend it i'm not sure if bob would recommend it i mean for me i would just say don't let jeremy's poor attitude ruin this movie for you go out and don't let bob's glowing out. review ruin it for you so. just go into this i would say just go into this movie open-minded and yeah know what it's going to be just you're going to be freaked out for a little bit but it's not going to make afterwards you're not going to be thinking too much about it this is a good like date night movie i would say just toss it on and just, you know, maybe pour, pour a little glass of wine and just, you know, enjoy it. All right. With that, we will be moving into a spoiler-filled discussion. So if you haven't watched the movie yet, don't want it spoiled, go ahead and watch it. Come back to this episode when you're done. Bob, do you want to share with us what your what-the-fuck moment was? I will retract my f- previous statement and say there might, I might have had one of those moments. I think I called it the oh-fuck moment. This, is, this, this was the moment that I texted you guys. So when, when she was in the restaurant with her sister, yep. yeah, and okay. she, she, the, he slit her throat and then put the knife in her hand, totally caught me off guard. I was like, what? I, I literally stood up. I was like, what the fucking, like, I, that blew yeah. my mind. I think because that, that was the one point in the movie, I feel like I relaxed where, where I was like, okay, public place, makes sense. He wouldn't be here. Yeah, we're safe now. She's with yeah, her sister. Like, you can like, almost, yeah, I wasn't even, yeah, they're just talking about it. Like, it was obviously so a serious stunned. conversation. 
but it's so sudden. She sees the knife floating, and I'm like, fuck, what's he gonna do? I thought he was, like, I didn't know if he, like, there was gonna be some stupid fight scene then, but, like, just that happening. My thinking was, why did she catch the knife? Like, how, like she should have just been, like, I close fist it there. I, I know what's going to happen there. Close He's, like, very it. aggressive with, like, the way, he, I don't know if he has, like, practice with this type of stuff, but, like, the way he can make I don't know. It doesn't seem like unrealistic the way that like he puts things in people's no, hands. Yeah, yeah. No, I so I like I think he just happened. like forces it in there. Like like I don't know. And I think she just held it out of shock. Yeah, that was by far the best scene in the movie. That yeah, was no wild. Doubt. I I like I said. Any every time they choreograph the Invisible Man, I'm genuinely impressed that they were able to do what they did for seven million dollars, especially towards the later scenes where he's kind of phasing in and out. All yeah, of that, that stuff p- looks really good yeah that's why i couldn't believe it was seven million dollars my thing with uh like fighting scenes with the invisible man when he like punches the uh the girl they're staying with that's another oh fuck moment that's like one of the oh fucks but i'm also like is she that dumb where she thinks elizabeth moss reached over and slapped the shit out of her she was like five feet away she should have been like what the fuck was that i'll be honest i'll be honest i rewatched this scene because i just had to rewind it because i wasn't paying attention at the time and when you rewatch the scene, it looks like the, the first viewing of Could it. Could it have like, been her? No, when I rewatched it, it looks like maybe she was looking the other way. And it, like, yeah, she might have been able to fall for it. But, like, I don't know. I think the way I look at that is, like, sh- this girl already thinks that this girl's kind of crazy anyway. Oh, yeah. So, you know, obviously she can't even fucking walk down the driver to grab the mail. Like, I think this girl already thinks she's kind of, like, a little unhinged. So when she just felt that hit she just assumed that it was that it was her uh, now that we're kind of nitpicking just a little bit Sorry. um no that, that's fair because i had a nitpick as well um uh, i think it's a, a similar level nitpick so when uh the invisible man does one of his dastardly deeds that only a man with an invisible suit can do and emails elizabeth moss's sister off of her laptop was there anything, did I miss something? Was there something set up as to why her sister would believe that email? I think and we're not just be suppo- skeptical of it. Yeah, I, I think, think it's the same thing to- I just said that she's like unstable and crazy and like that's her sister, right? I don't th- I think we're supposed to assume that like while she was dating him, she never talked to him because or never talked to her sister because Adrian would never let her. So maybe like they don't have the greatest relationship. Also, if we're nitpicking at the very beginning when she runs away, the sister just drive away. It's the middle of the night and someone's chasing your sister. Just fucking drive away. But that's besides the point. I think the sister also kind of screwed up there, like an email, and then she immediately is like, "I didn't send it." She could have been like, "Okay, what the fuck is happening?" Then she didn't have to be like, "Go get some medication." Yeah. Was... Yeah. I think I think okay. So if you're nitpicking that, I can kind of agree with that because that does seem kind of like okay. Why would you believe this? But at the same time. I think what it comes down to is the point you made, Ben, about like them not talking for a while, and then the point I made too about like her being, at least on the outside, seeming kind of crazy, at least to the people around her, and like even that scene when she picks her up in the car, she's kind of like, okay, like, hey, how are you? You called me out of the blue, like, are you okay? Like, you know, like, it, and it, that it, dude is able to punch out a car window. <laughs> The other thing that, that I insane. think Bob, Bob has done that. We can clarify that, right? That's true. <laughs> I don't know. He, he is like, 
a very skilled, even though he's invisible, he's clearly like skilled in hand to hand combat of some sort. And if we're going off of Jeremy's nitpicks, I, I mean, you said it was surface level. I could have went for maybe a scene that explained why. I mean, he didn't have to explain why he was like, I mean, he was in this, why he was the optics field. No, not why he was crazy. I didn't need that. But like, I know he's in the optics field and like, that's why he's so good at this invisible man suit. I'd like to know why he's so good at hand to hand combat, even though he's invisible. And like, like you just said, how he punches out a window. Like, I mean, he looks pretty in shape, you know, like maybe they say like, oh, he's like ex-military or something. Or like, that's all you got to say. Ex-military. Then he went into optics after, after he was out of the military. All you need is like one scene for that. And I think that justifies his crazy level of combat although i don't know still very impressive like i think if i was invisible if i was invisible i could beat the shit out of i think four people but the way he makes it look like these people did it to themselves and like the way he uses like the the knife and the guns and like i don't know the way he takes some of these people out in the movie i'm just like you clearly have some type of skill and i just when i was watching it i kind of just just like okay yeah this dude's badass how, how do you like to be that guy? You're like, I'm going to be in a, in a big movie and nobody's ever going to see my fucking face until like the very end. Well, and that guy's also in uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor if you want oh. to see more of him. so I'm also guessing he wasn't the Invisible Man when the Invisible Man was around. I would guess Yeah, so. they, they didn't credit the uh, empty air <laughs> as the Invisible Man for most of these scenes, I noticed. I, am I the only one who thought Johnny Depp was in this movie? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, you are the only... What, you thought Johnny Depp was in this movie, Bob? Who did you think he was, Jeremy? I thought he was the Invisible Man. No. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that would be was... great if he was. If I he... think he was cast as, like, Hollow Man or something. I think I'm I pretty sure he crossed. wouldn't do a movie after he was accused of beating his ex-wife and then do a movie where he's beating his ex-girlfriend <laughs> or whatever. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't do that. That would be typecasting, but, you know, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Uh, so I, I will, I kind of teased it earlier. The one thing I wanted to compliment the movie on that I now feel like I can't compliment the movie on is the sound mixing and kind of like the theme, not song, but just kind of the sounds that the invisible man, they have incorporated with him. I thought they sounded really cool. Like everything about him, they had this like, I don't know, this continuous note that would keep playing every time he showed up and it was very haunting or whatever. But it, I was the whole time I was watching. I was like, "This is reminding me of something." And it finally came to me today that it just sounds like the Prowlers theme from Into the Spider Verse. I can't, I can't remember on this. Yeah, I can't remember it. I don't know. All right. Well, I, I can send you guys links to prove my theory. But please do. For me, I was watching this on my laptop, uh, shittily enough, because I uh, couldn't watch on HBO Max unless it was on my laptop. But I really couldn't hear that sound, so I had to also have it on. Um, I had the closed captioning on, so I didn't hear like the the clicking or whatever it was going on. So was that actually freaky? I thought I it was think cool. So. I thought it was. It kind of added a little suspense, but overall, I thought it was cool. But now I think it might be plagiarized, so that's not cool. Yeah, that's not cool. You're gonna have to find out for sure, though. They're they're similar. I I have listened to them back to back and. I won't say it's identical, but similar enough that it made me think of it. My question for you guys is like, because th- there's a semi twist in this movie when it's the brother wearing the invisible suit. Did you know that immediately he was going to be the bad guy? Because I felt like he just looked evil when that that first 
that first scene where with him in it where he's like talking about the money just basically saying like everyone loves his brother because he's rich or whatever that's what why girls want to be with him like, and then he and then the next scene he's trying to be this good guy i'm like okay he this guy's obviously bad yeah no the brother thing was was cool the only reason the brother i didn't like the brother thing at first but the the reason it paid off for me was at the end when like she went and killed him. I was just like, okay, like you knew the whole time, and like she finally got her revenge is what I liked. Like she could have like lived the rest of her life knowing like that wasn't actually the guy that was tormenting her. It was the brother was the one that we caught. Yeah. But then she gets to kill him, and now she's happy. Well, he was an idiot for saying surprise at the end. I feel like that yes. just gave it away. But Jared, did you like the twist? Uh, you can call like it a, that. Yeah, I mean. It- I felt like I saw it coming. Like as soon as the brother character was introduced and he tried to play it off like he was a victim just like Elizabeth Moss, I was like, Alright, this guy's in on it. Like He's in on it, but you didn't see him being in the suit. No, no, I guess I'll give you that. I, d- I knew he was in on it, but then I guess I didn't yeah, that's exactly I see the fact that he was gonna Oh he's get c- he's clearly double crossed. Yeah. He's clearly in on it. But yeah, the uh, the double crossing which uh, made makes sense given the the characteristics of uh, you know the boyfriend, but yeah, I didn't did not see that part coming. I was expecting the suit that she hid away. My expectation when she hid it away was that he was going to find it, and she was going to use that as evidence that he has an invisible suit, and then they were going to look for it and they wouldn't find it. I did not expect her to then go back, put it on herself because apparently they're the same body type and it fits them perfectly. <laughs> And then, you know, kill her boyfriend the way that she did. So that that was something I did not see coming. I, I thought for sure she was going to kill him. This was a movie for sure where you felt like she was going to kill the boyfriend. There was no way once, he wasn't ending up dead. Yeah, once the two suits were introduced, once the two suits were introduced, that's where I sort of... I knew, I knew the two suits were going to come into play at some point, whether it had been... I thought it was going to be invisible versus invisible for a second. That's what I thought. Yeah, I agree. That's the same thing I thought then. That would have been a riveting to watch on film. <laughs> two invisible people fighting each other, but <laughs> that would have been incredible. I I think what would have been a little bit more satisfying is if she had found a way to manipulate him or outsmart him in some way to kill him. But ultimately, I'm, I think I'm satisfied with the way she did it. So, yeah, I guess I didn't think of it like that. Like she could have manipulated him somehow. Yeah, I guess, but. She did. Know. What do you mean at the end? She, she went did, in saying yeah. that she was going to date him again, and he totally believed well, her. that was stupid, her. though. I don't know why he believed her. That was just stupid. Like, a guy that man- manipulative would have realized I, she I would, knows I, I'm lying, but... I would assume that he thinks he's so smart, and he's manipulated her for, I mean, presumably years in their relationship, that, like, he got her again. Like, he got her back, and by any means necessary, even if he had to torment her the way he did, she's back in his life, and he won, you know? Like, that's what he thinks. Because she comes in and kind of like lets her like acts like she's letting her guard down and says like oh like I'll I'll get back together with you like and she's actually just there to yeah yeah my I think that is her way of manipulating him my one and he prediction falls for it clearly I didn't I didn't yeah. get that exactly I didn't think that he fell for her because the whole time she's arguing back saying you need to tell me the truth you're not telling me the truth but do you think that he thinks that she still thinks he was the one that was uh, stalking him, her? 
I'm not even sure if it registered in that way. I think he's so narcissistic that he he knows he's, he's already under the assumption that yeah, no matter what, he's got her. So I don't think that was even on the table. Yeah, and I just don't think he thought like she was going to use another suit. He might have been like, "What the fuck is she doing?" And like, "I'm going to kill her now." But so that's more her sudden, outsmarting him than manipulating him. She just not outsmarting. It's just like I don't know if she caught him off guard because he's yeah. so egotistical and cocky. I don't know. I don't know. I, I loved the ending though. I really did. It, it was, was very satisfying. satisfying. It was satisfying for me just to see him killed like that. I guess my thing was um. When I saw her go to James's house, I don't know the actor's name, Jerry, maybe you do. The cop. Two uh, that is Aldous Hodge. Two seconds into him being on the screen, I was like, I'm sorry, but this guy has to be one of the people who dies. What is ultimately only three people die in this movie with the brothers together and then Emily? I thought for sure, like him protecting her, he was going to die. But I thought that as well. I thought he was dead for a minute. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> He looked pretty dead until he started moving again. So, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, overall, I can't really, other than my minor nitpicks, say that there's too much wrong with this movie. Um, everything with the Invisible Man, I thought was really good, very impressive considering the budget as well. I think I just went into it with the wrong expectations, and for that, I blame Bob. Hey, it'll happen. I don't know. I, I if if you haven't seen this movie yet, I mean, obviously, if you've made it this far into the podcast, you either don't give a fuck about spoilers or you've seen the movie. So, I mean, I leave that up to yourself, like the way you feel about it. But like, I don't know. I like this movie a lot. I, I mean, this was perfect for what I needed it to be. I'm watching it in October. I just needed a little spooky movie. It was perfect. I, I mean, for what I wanted it to be, it totally it totally was that. Yeah, I really it's a better. It. It's a better October movie than it is February movie, but I think it's funny that like expectations played a different role for like every like Bob had high expectations and he still liked it. I had low expectations, liked it. Jeremy had high expectations, hated it or didn't hate it, but just didn't meet the expectations. He just doesn't like Halloween. Yeah, this isn't a Halloween movie. <laughs> we watched it came it out in October. February. <laughs> it's Halloween. I can I'll tell you that I would have had the same feelings under the you know the same expectations had i watched it in february or october take that for what you will all right any i guess we just kind of wrapped up but any other final thoughts on uh invisible man or halloween in general this is our final episode in october um i don't know i've seen i've probably watched more mostly probably because of the quarantine you know working from home and whatnot but i think i've watched more scary movies slash Halloween movies than I ever have in the month of October ever. And I don't know. This is, this is something I think I'm going to look forward to next year. I cannot wait for it to be like October. I can watch shitty, scary movies or good, scary movies just for no reason at all on a weeknight. That's, I've really been enjoying it. So it, I'm kind of sad to see October leaving us. But uh, Invisible Man, very good movie. You should probably check it out if you haven't already. Yeah, uh, for me, it's... I guess kind of echoing what Bob said, like October is a good, like, um, like a movie month. You can get in like that random genre of like, you can watch shitty movies you watched when you were growing up, like Halloween town or Hocus Pocus, which is actually kind of a good movie. And then you can watch like scary movies like this. You can kind of have it all for me. Like this isn't a movie I'll watch again because I already know what happens. And like once, but it was definitely worth the watch. 
but like for scary movies i feel like i don't need to know i don't need to watch it again because i already know when those scary moments are going to happen so it kind of loses its like luster but overall this was a good movie to watch and yeah like i'm excited there's a week left of halloween bob because today's the 23rd also my birthday in case you didn't know bob Shit. so i'm gonna watch a couple <laughs> more a couple more movies before the end of the month and also so this podcast comes out on monday and that'll mark six months to the day of Big Movie Boys podcast. Holy wow. fuck! We did miss two weeks, so it isn't uh, an even 26 episodes, but it is six months. Wow. April 26th was the first published episode of the Big Movie Boys podcast, so it has been six months, believe it or not. That's oh. wild. Or one quibby, as uh, <laughs> some people are measuring time in now. But, uh... As always, we thank you for listening. Here's to six more months. And remember, out of sight, out of mind. We'll see you next week.